Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, hey, Mimi. Oh, hey, Gigi. When you're driving around, just seeing the town. Sitting bored at home, feeling all alone. Fill up the glass, pick out a gloss. We got the tea, we got the sauce. Get queerified. Okay. Yeah. Let's get queerified. Hi, guys. It's Gigi. And this is Mimi. And you are here with us listening to Queerified. On every single episode of Queerified, we bring you... LGBTQIA plus community greats. And sometimes some of our community's most important allies too. On this episode, we have a fellow YouTuber, makeup artist, and entrepreneur, Nanny MUA. We get into it all in this pod. Cancel culture, YouTube, marriage, and prenups. And if you have any questions for us and our special guests, call our hotline at 1-844-QUERIES. That's 1-844-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Stick around to the end because we'll answer your questions right here, right now. Ladies and gentle thems, Manny MUA. All right, welcome back, everyone. We are in the podcast room with none other than the talented, the gorgeous, the hilarious <laughs> Manny MUA. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Hi, if Manny. you guys. Hi, baby. If you guys could see the car that's parked outside my oh, house right now. It's been the topic of discussion as soon as I got does here. Does everyone know you drive like a badass dope car? I, I mean, I don't like flaunt that I drive it, but I mean, if you I'm should. on the road and they see me, like work, Diva. It looks so good. Thank it's the you, BMW thank you. i8 yes. wrapped matte black. Yes. I was like. So it literally looks like the Batmobile. Right. I was like, did I invite a rapper over? <laughs> Not the red. I love it. What's my rap name? She's hmm. eco-friendly. Yes. She's fast. And wait, yes. does she make Hybrid. sound? Barely. It's like silent. Like you can barely hear it. I like. I that. need like a vroom. Oh, so she, she. Okay, like, got it. Yes, I like a silent or. Oh, yeah, you're a Porsche girl, huh, Mimi? Yeah, I need like give me like I need that German engineering. In my ass. She wants to hear. Oh, me too. Oh my god. I should have <laughs> me too, but not car. one minute in. <laughs> but not a car for me. Oh my god. Well, it's so fucking dope. I feel like I don't. Re- I really didn't even think what car you'd pull up in, but definitely not Just that. Not that. Not that. <laughs> She's thinking I'm pulling up in a truck. No. Wait. <laughs> BMW is also German. Oh my God. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> I didn't know that girl. No, you don't. I didn't know. No, you don't. I'm third on the totem pole of knowing car facts in, I this, know in this room. Literally nothing. So we're right in the same boat. You just have we're a both dope three. car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just have a car. I know car. Porsche. That's it. Like, yeah, don't ask exactly. me anything else. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. So to each their own, what's your favorite car if you're listening? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> what's your favorite kind of car? We would like to know. Leave thank you comments. for thank you for coming on the pod. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for having me. I need to ask you, what's what's your pandemic been like? Like we've been two years in the pandemic. Uh-huh. It's been kind of stressful at some time. And boring, I would say most of all, if you've been being safe. Absolutely. Um, it's been boring because I have been pretty like, oh my God, not me getting gloss on the microphone. No, I've actually had, um, I've had ups and downs with it you know I think that when it came to like I feel like I've made better connections with my family which has been really really cool I've been getting to see them a lot more because of the pandemic and when we were quarantining like my little brother came up from San Diego and it's been like me and both my brothers in my house and then we would go to my parents house all the time and like oh, we would like cute. play Catan every day like so that was your quarantine bubble with your brothers yes it was with my brothers oh so that's it wasn't crazy. like it was just me right which is nice because I am the single girl Right here, you know. Are you middle child? Yeah, that would have been I'm hard. The You're the oldest. Uh huh. So it was just nice to kind of have them at my place, and like we all just kind of hang out, and that was like the good part about it. Obviously, like the world went upside down, which is the shitty part. But overall, like I will say, I'm definitely, definitely very blessed when it came to like the the experience with COVID because I I enjoy getting to be with my family all the time. Yeah, you know? I I mean I'm jealous that you even did that. I feel like I can see my my brothers, my family. It's fab, but mm-hmm. I can't do more than like two weeks. I feel like we would start getting on each other's nerves, like just how we did when we were younger. Really? <laughs> I think we would. I mean, I need my alone space. I feel yeah. like now that I'm an adult, I've always kind of wanted my alone space. But now that I'm an adult, it's like very much like 
Let's really? have a vacation together and then let's go back home. But yeah, that's amazing. No, I, I completely, I, luckily my parents don't live with me. And like we didn't stay like living with my parents. It was literally just me and my little brothers. And then like my parents lived in a different house. So it's like we would go over and see them, but we would just be like, okay, bye. Goodbye. We love you though. It was the opposite for me. I used to see my, before the pandemic, I saw my sisters every single night. No. And then when the, when the quarantine hit, we just stopped seeing each other. We went into our own quarantines. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like that's really important because I feel like with the with the pandemic, there was so much like self-reflection that mm-hmm. happened, you know, so much time just thinking and especially like really like worried about life and oh stuff my God, like that. Absolutely. So did you uh, did you notice anything about yourself change like any epiphanies? I feel like when it came to me, I feel like what I started to realize more and more is that I needed to be more independent, almost like in a way of like being like I need to be able to self-soothe more and i feel like i was able to become more independent over the throughout the pandemic the pandemic the pandemic the pandemic, um, the pandemic. <laughs> but um i felt like it was it was tough because i felt like i depended on so many people like always around me because i was like i mean because i am like i live with my little brother but mm-hmm. other than that like i'm alone you know so i think i've depended on, on a lot of like just experiences seeing people seeing friends all the time and when i didn't have that i was like oh i need to be able to like be self-sufficient and like make this work for myself mm-hmm so like that was like a really that was an epiphany for me and like I feel like I became more of that like independent kind of like I don't need no shit from no one like I can do whatever the hell I want to do right kind of thing and that's like probably one of the, one of the biggest things I learned yeah for myself I mean that sounds hella you? positive to me yeah it was yeah good. I, like I learned like I learned good things I feel like I, I try I'm also yeah 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 like mentally speaking was the pandemic good for you because for me mentally speaking it was great like I really got to fix what was wrong in my head i honestly i would say it was mentally good for me because i feel like i was able to detach a little bit more and like luckily we are so blessed that we literally get to live our lives and work online and we like do that for a living totally and we can work from home which Mm -hmm. is awesome but like the fact that you almost had to you had to literally detach from reality was like oh like wait was what was not working in my life and you can kind of fix that and i feel like that's exactly what i did right i mean i feel like for the pandemic for me it was like perfect timing I mean, obviously it's not Mm. perfect timing, but I literally was newly married, (laughs) ready to like just literally live with my husband Mm. and he transitioned during the the pandemic. So it really gave us like a lot of time to really just be with each other, really like reflect. And I feel like for, for the most part, a lot of people can really relate with that because there were a lot of pregnancies during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of proposals, but mm-hmm. there were also a lot, a lot of breakups and a lot of transitioning oh, yeah. and a lot of coming mm-hmm. outs. Like everyone was self-reflecting and it's crazy because once you feel like you're done, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. him and I were literally married. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're married. We're, we're, we're very settled in our life. It's mm-hmm. like, nope, sorry. Life throws you a curveball. Yeah, It's just a lesson because you never really, it's never too late to look inside on yourself uh-huh. and pick up something new. And yep. yeah, I feel Absolutely. like that, that's just really important just to never think you're done. I agree. I mean, I literally started a podcast with my best friend. Like literally, that's what we did. Like, same. We were, uh, yeah, same. <laughs> you guys did too. Look at us. Like, look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> but, you know, it was like a fun thing to be kind of realize like, you know what? I feel like I almost want to like do something new. And I felt like I was like kind of craving that, especially after the pandemic, like kind of being doing the same routine constantly and being in your house always. Like I needed those like days to like go out and like do things. And I didn't have that. So I was like, wait, I needed like other outlets other than literally filming YouTube videos. Right. Like I needed more. What did you find other than podcasting? Are you doing anything else that's new? I mean, I also like really like doing like those painting, like like those like classes where you can like paint, like the instructor kind of shows you how to paint. Cute. Yeah. Like, I love like, those. Like so random. What? Like yeah. so random. I started like working out more, like working out. You painting. can tell you look amazing. Thank you. You're so uh, sweet. Of course. Um, no, no. <laughs> so I think it was like almost like finding things that I needed to distract myself in a weird way. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, if you cultivate those things and like working out, stress relieving, painting, stress relieving, like all these things, I just need to kind of release some of that stress because I wasn't leaving my house. Right. So I was like, I need to find something or else I'll literally go crazy in here. Right. And as a creative being, we're always looking for things to fulfill us creatively. Mm-hmm. And working out, I mean, it might not be creative for some people, but I know the slim times I do it. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel creative. And yeah. it does release those same endorphins that making YouTube videos, doing podcasts yep. do, you know? So I want to ask you, as a fellow longtime creator, mm-hmm. we're not just starting. Right. Do you still enjoy making YouTube videos or is that something that you you just do now, every now and again, and podcasting is kind of the new exciting thing for you. 
I think for you, so it's like such a hard question because you have been doing it for so long. Right. Like, I feel like it has, in a way, lost its like luster. Yeah. From, like when it was seven totally. years ago. 100%. Like, I was like, baby, I was in it seven years ago. I was doing it. I was grinding. But I feel like now, like, because it is something new, podcasting is something that I'm like enjoying so much more. I'm also doing it with like my best friend, just like you guys are. It's like such a fun feeling. It's like dating someone new. It's like that. Yes. Ooh, yeah. It's like <laughs> that exciting like, thing. Girl, I've been eating fish for so long. I want chicken. Exactly. Like, that's literally like, okay, like, I like fish fish but like i want chicken yes like, and it's, that's how it's it that new excitement and mm-hmm. i feel like it comes across in like your personality and your day-to-day life how you like interact with people if you're unhappy doing what you're doing you got to make a change because yes. it, it's probably coming off in your friendships yes, and your and relationships you yes like, that's like and that's like also transferring for your audience too and i think that when they see you like living your authentic life and like loving what you're doing they're like oh like that's a down-ass bitch because they're just living their life yeah, and they're just showing Absolutely. it, and they're just showing it rather than giving off this like facade. And that's what I like about podcasts. I feel like you can get a little bit more deep, a little bit more somber, yeah. a little bit more like in depth with certain things. And it's like, and more I yourself, like that. more yourself. And it's like, luckily for me on like in YouTube, like I've always been like that bitch on my YouTube channel where I was like, oh, what the fuck's up? Like I never pretended to be someone I wasn't. But with YouTube, you're looking for like a punchline, like a funny clip, right, like exactly. you're trying, you're you're putting a face on for YouTube totally, on podcast. Literally, it's you. A full, literally, full coverage on. Uh-huh. Literally, I'm yeah. On. You really are looking to give that that little soundbite, like you said. And I feel like podcasting is more of like a mature, grown up thing to do. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting like more deep with people. Yeah. You know, really getting to know them. And it's it's really rare, especially in this business, that you get an hour to sit down with someone and really I connect know. with them. Like. If it's a YouTube video, it could take an hour, but like you're both really just trying to like, yeah, yeah. you're really on. on. And I feel like yeah. podcasting kind of disarms people, and I really have been enjoying it too. Same. I, I feel like in a way, like I can just like sit back and kind of chill and talk to you like, as like my friend because we've obviously been friends for so long. But like, it's more of like a chill thing rather than like, let's say if I was like glamming you, I'd be so focused on glamming right. you or like us doing a get ready. Like, okay, well, what are we gonna say next? Like, Literally one hundred percent. Yes. And so I really, really like that with podcasts. You can just kind of be like. So how have you been, like, as a human being rather than how have you been as Manny MUA? Right. How has YouTube changed for you over the years? Like, are you doing more? Are you doing less? I feel like, you, for me, it's become, so I have, I, I've been in ebbs and flows with YouTube. Like, it's not been, like, the same journey the whole time. It's been, like, I've loved it. I've been in spots where I was, like, canceled in 2018. I was like, fuck YouTube. I hate this shit so much. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Like, I hate it. Um, and then, like, now it's at a point where it's, like, I enjoy doing it again, which is awesome, but I'm not, like, killing myself for it. And I think that that's, like, what was a huge difference for me. Back in the day, like, pre-2018, I would, like, be so consumed with having to get this content done. Where it's, like, I have to upload three times a week. I have to do this. I have to do this. And, like, I would Oh, my God. Three times hard. a week yes, is like really a, a lot. A lot. Now I'm, like, lucky if I get two. Right. And, like, I'll do one usually, but maybe, maybe two. Right. But it's, like, I was killing myself for this content, and, like, I would kind of, like, let my like real life slide by because I was letting like Manny Mui take over in a weird way. And I was like, well, like what well, I need to make Manny Mui work because then it's going to work for everything in my life. But it like, cause it's the complete opposite. It turned out like, I'm like, I need Manny Mui, Manny to be good. And then like every other facet of my life will be good. Oh, I love that actually. So that was like something that kind of came on to me later on in it's life. It's like life changing. It's literally life changing. So now it's like, I don't stress about not being able to get like two videos up a week. And, like, now it's, like, I'll be able to get to it when I get to it, but I also, like, have a full-time brand. And, like, I have other things I have to do. Yeah. So I don't kill myself anymore for YouTube content, but I still do enjoy it now. Like, I've gotten to a spot where I'm just like, okay, I do have fun. Right. You know? Right. That's all, That also really triggers my mind into, like, the mental health aspect of being an influencer. And, like, mm-hmm. you are one of the most, like, decorated boys in makeup. And your pronouns are he, him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like, like for you, like I really could count on my hands, like the ones that were kind of the OGs. Yeah. And I feel like you and I kind of share that in common because it's like one of the, the first trans girls in the scene. Right. People coming out and stuff like that. Yes. I want to know. Inspirational. Like, yeah, for exactly. a lot of others. I mean, like you are. Oh my God. Ditto. Oh my, come on now. <laughs> she is the moment. <laughs> now, come on now. I fucking love you. <laughs> so what, what, what kind of toll has it taken and what, what kind of toll has it taken on other people you've seen because it is so much pressure for some people like some people I genuinely feel like I heard like Kim Kardashian or someone say in an interview like some people are genuinely made for this industry and Mm -hmm. some people are just not Mm -hmm. and she goes I am made for this industry like she knows and I feel like some people just aren't Mm -hmm. and that's not to discourage anyone it's just like 
it takes no, it's a good to-, to know if you're not like mm-hmm. if you're not right. don't and, do it and you can tell the people who are truly killing themselves because they're not having fun with it they don't yes, balance they're just doing because they have to right mm-hmm. and like they're trying to keep up with the joneses yes. and like always on their instagram always like and it's so scary to it's, what it could do to a human brain it's sad and you know i always say now like this is like my like token slang is i like to say that clout is one hell of a drug because it truly is. And like, I think that people start to almost like, cha- like they're in a hamster wheel and they're constantly chasing and chasing and chasing and never stopping and realizing like how good it is for them in that moment. Changing their morals. Cha- oh, baby, changing everything. Uh-huh. Changing everything. Like, literally. And I think that mm. you start to kind of see, especially like being in the industry, like we know so many people and we see what the like social media does to a lot of people and it like literally destroys them from who they were before. And unless you have like some kind of a wake up call, then it's like, how are you gonna ever even know? Because the thing is, I've never learned a life lesson when things are smooth sailing. Point blank. I never learned something that I needed in my real life when I was soaring high. It was always when I fell on my ass and I learned some real ass shit when I was down on the ground. And I was like, I need to get up, but I need like change because I don't wanna fall again. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What was like the worst part? Like how how bad did it get for you? I would say 2018 for me when I when I was canceled. I feel like that was like the worst moment in my like professional what? history. How yeah. were you canceled yeah. again? What happened there? It was like a it was like a, there was like a photo situation. It was like a friend of mine had posted a photo. We all got dragged into it. Then it became oh, like the photo a, that we talked about on the Gabriel's drama moment. moment. Okay, got drama it. Yeah. With exactly. Gabriel, we just Gabriel had her on. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I literally texted Gabriel. I was like, "Bitch, I saw you on the hot case. Like, um, <laughs> like, so me and Gabriel, like, we're good friends. Like, we're even better friends now than we were. Pre 2018, it's actually crazy, but um, that's kind of what that situation was. I'm sure you talked about it a little bit more, but that is what happened, and so that like, like changed me as a human being because I've never had, like I, I've I've always been like good at social media, like I always could do it, and like I could have tough skin, and I could definitely make it through, but I've never had that kind of level of people, kind of coming at you in a negative way that were like, we hate you, you're a terrible person, and so you start to like doubt and you're like wait am i a terrible person right like you start to like kind of think that like you start yeah. to literally like believe it you hear it enough it. times you believe it yeah i'm starting, I was starting to believe true. it and i was like am i a bad friend am i a terrible person am i like a country like i start to think all these things and i think that for me i took a two-month break after 2018 and like i went to like lake tahoe for a week and i just like laid by the lake and like, Amazing. i was doing all these like i was went to therapy for six months after and like i was trying to like really focus on me Cause I was like, if I'm going to come back to YouTube, I'm going to focus on myself. Right. And then it's going to be like, other things will fall into place as it happens. But I knew what I was doing before, like wasn't working. Right. And so that was one of the hardest moments for me, but it was one of the most building experiences for me mm-hmm. as like a human being. I feel like there's so many, like not everyone gets the chance. I mean, it's not gets the chance, but you know what I mean? Experience is being canceled. Right. But everyone gets hits, a chance. If you're so lucky. Gets a chance. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you're just so you lucky. You won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> 50 million for you. Not everyone gets that in their life, but I feel mm. like it's so relatable with people because it is that rock bottom feeling. It mm. is that spiraling out of control. You're really like I don't losing. think it's relatable. I don't oh, think God. people understand what, what it feels like. The gravity. Because if they, if they understood it, they wouldn't be doing it. it does, it's, totally. Period, point blank, it's cruel and unjust punishment, which is against the law. It's mm-hmm. against oh, the yeah, law I for a cruel, like unjust yes. punishment. Mm-hmm. It's insane. No one mm-hmm. should ever go through that. I don't care what you did. I don't care if you're homophobic. 
you can go over there. Like right. we don't need to be canceling anybody. That's just those are just my thoughts because it just yeah, does totally. not make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about cancellation a lot, and yeah, this is literally Mimi's stance, one hundred percent. It's I my agree. stance. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree. I agree. I do. But I feel like people going through career changes or really spiraling out of control. It li- literally is something that you go through that changes you as a person mm-hmm. and you look at life differently after that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, and I, I agree with you in the end of cancellation. I am wholeheartedly about accountability culture. That's what I've always been about, especially since I was 18. I'm like, I think you can hold people accountable for certain things. But we but can talk about noticed, that too. Like, right, right, let me ask like, you. But, right. Like, no, yeah. So I'm saying, so uh, what I was saying is that like, if you, if you, let's say something happened, right. And you've shown improvement in your life in some way and like you've changed and not just said you were gonna change you physically did it mm-hmm. then you need to fucking move the fuck on like right. hello yeah like, it's not like it's why like, do you owe that to anybody why right. do you need to do that True, for right. and for right. strangers on the internet why do strangers on the internet feel the need well feel like it's their job to hold other random people accountable for what I don't get it. I, like honestly, in my head, know. it just does not make I, sense. I mean, they're your fans. It's they ego. care. Yeah, it is. But it they're is not for your sure. fans. They care. Mm-hmm. Are those well, your fans? Well, it depends. Some of them. It does depend. It does Some of them. I will say, there's a big difference between someone who's sending you a message that's been like, I'm a longtime follower of you. Right. I've been through this, this, and this with you. And what you did disappointed me rather than being like, you're a fucking fan. I just heard of you and this is wrong. It's a completely different situation where it's like, I take those considerations, like people that were fans of mine being like, you know what? This was disappointing and I've supported you throughout your entire journey and I bought your products. It's like, you know what? Okay, you know what? I appreciate your opinion. Yes. And like, I take that more seriously than someone that's like your little bitch right you there's a, there's a difference there's no weight yeah there's no weight there's, like that weight like, doesn't, like, doesn't hold for me it's yeah. like literally someone just being like you're ugly do you think you've ever done anything that like deserved being canceled i don't that's the See? thing is i don't because you I did deserved it. being canceled i really really didn't i don't think i deserved it no one all. does <laughs> no i agree like you find me someone who thinks they deserve to be canceled because no, that's insane. 100%. I think it really just depends on situations, though. Like, because some things are, maybe people be getting canceled nowadays for fucking crime. I'm like, oh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I think, but see, the thing is, for me, I was canceled in 2018 for being a bad friend, quote unquote. Mm. So now oh looking god. back, I'm like, oh my god, like that was the dumbest thing in the whole world. Yes. Right. Right. But I mean, it was so, it was the end of the world. Like, they thought it was, the it, end was of the world. And it was drama again. It was drama again. It was like petty drama that was going on between a friend group. Right. And that's what it was. And that's why I got canceled for. Yeah. Everyone always describes the, com- the beauty community and YouTube and social media in general as a, a grown up high school. Uh, literally. But you really don't know how much of a high school it is until you're in it and it is mm-hmm. so fucking hard it's to stay so... above it and stay positive and stay mm-hmm. out of it stay in your lane mm-hmm. it's so hard i think now like being grown up and really like living through that yeah. we we make choices that we necessarily didn't make back in the day uh i feel like i'm much less problematic now right i w- wouldn't even call myself I, I feel like i would be back in the day i would insert myself right and things i didn't really need to insert myself on because i was like well why am i doing this in right. the place? <laughs> right. i was like what am i am i just being a little bitch like, <laughs> i didn't understand what i was doing right and i think now that i'm like literally 30 years old and mature i have like things going on in my life i'm like I don't need to fight everyone's fucking battles. No. I was like, I can give my opinion about something, but I don't need to fight the fight. Right. You know, I think that's like the It's a sign of growth, maturity, and also happiness. Like if you are happy with yourself, you genuinely do not insert yourself. You genuinely do not look for negativity to Mm -hmm. be relevant and all that bullshit. Exactly. And that's what I want to ask you too. So what is your favorite part? Like the truest, most positive part of social media? I would say the independence that it gives you and like the fact that I'm able to work with my family for like a living like my parents work with me full time oh, i love beauty. that and i've never in my wildest dreams thought that that could be possible right i love that and like, i think that's my biggest like most amazing thing is the fact that i am able to help take care of my family and they take care of me and it's like a revolving door you know and it's like getting to help my family too is like cool because my parents like literally took care of me my whole life mm-hmm. you know and Congrats. like to, that's so amazing oh thank you but like getting to like yeah. let's say like buy my mom a nice bag right or like buy my dad something like really nice that he deserves like it's like things like that where it's like i've never had that kind of independence before and i've always wanted it because even when i was younger and i was like 19 years old and i was a waiter not even 19 i was like 20 um and i was a waiter and like i remember back in the day i would like go i would like bought my mom like these like chanel eyeshadows from macy's once oh my god a little quad it was like a hundred dollars for like right. four shades and i bought for it, the like, least pigmented thing on <laughs> earth the worst quality i've ever seen um and so i might as well have been clean no, i'm just kidding oh my god no, we might as well drag the brand um and so i remember like i bought it and i brought it for her and i was like i can't afford chanel but i wanted to get you something from chanel Aww. you know and so it was something to me where i was like now 
like I'm able to do things for her. Not that she even cares. Like she's not even a material person like that. Oh, I'm sure dad. she cares. They don't give I'm f- sure she thinks it's sweet. They think they think it's sweet, but she doesn't. She doesn't ask for. It's more like, for things. you. It's more so for like yeah. me being able to give it in Ugh, like this I love weird that. way. So you're more of like a giving present. Are a million it. percent. Oh, me too. I, like literally, do not give me a present. <laughs> I love I getting presents from my husband. Oh, Anyone yeah. else? I'm like, really, you shouldn't like, have. Don't do it. Really, it's everybody, you right? It's. I, I don't like know. It's everybody. No, it like, I wonder if someone's language. out people, there who doesn't like giving. Like people don't like giving presents. I, I mean, get really? Yes. People yeah. love. People are selfish as fuck. Uh, it also really? Depends okay. on your love language. Okay. Like one of the five, because they are both. Yeah. Gift it depends. And gift it depends how you you feel loved and, and shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. It is. It is very that. I feel like I just love seeing someone's eyes when they. Open Me something. too. That's it gives so you like good. warm, it's happy so, feeling. It's like this, like feeling like you're just like, oh my god, like. I created this for you. Happiness. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it's happy. And like, I don't and, like, selfish. Something like, you know. I mean, maybe it might be selfish. <laughs> Am I selfish for wanting to be happy about this? Is or? it? I mean, no, honestly, dude. I feel like I just want like someone to get a gift for me that they're going to have forever or like yeah. hang in their house or wear on their arm like mm-hmm. a bag and they're going to be like, yeah, Gigi got me this. <laughs> to- totally. And it's also like something that that we've worked hard for. <laughs> <laughs> That's selfish as fuck. But it's also like we've worked hard for it so we want someone to enjoy it as well because we've right. worked hard for it as well. Also yeah. like, like, what do I need? What the fuck do I need? Like, I need Maybe nothing, bitch. Nothing. Like, literally, I don't need anything. I'm so blessed in my life. Like, I don't, like, if anything, I'm like, make me like a fucking card. Right. Like, I want something sentimental nowadays. I'm not trying to look for anything materialistic. Or like time. Yeah. Like, let's time. go to dinner. Yes. Like, like absolutely. let's have a weekend That's away. What I want. That's like, what I want the mm-hmm. most, honestly. Like a birthday That's... dinner, not a birthday present. Yes. That's or like, like, take me away on yeah. a weekend. Or let's yes. go. Like, let's split it down the middle. You know, absolutely. like, let's just spend time together. Mm-hmm. Quality I love time. that. Love language, another Speaking one. Speaking of lo- love languages, how's your dating life? What Ooh. dating life? What dating life? <laughs> <laughs> what is I feel like I'm dating life? myself in my dope car. <laughs> Absolutely. My right hand is so active. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love you. <laughs> Are you single for real? I am single. Yes, I am single. I've been, do you know what's crazy? I've, so I think you already knew this about me, hmm. but like I've never had a full boyfriend in my whole life. I think I did know <gasps> that, yeah. Yeah, I've never been okay. in like a, a long, like, committed relationship i've been like with someone for like six months and like but we never called each other our boyfriends you know and that wasn't like really a title that i had so i've never technically been in a relationship with someone but honestly dating is really hard and i have a hard time dating to be in la honest. or who you are like because but, of who you are because are you very bug. picky i tend to be do you very have picky, commitment right? issues i have commitment issues do you i think so wait yeah, how do you I think I've, I've come to realize like as like i've gotten older i'm like i think you know because you know when you get older like this is qualities of me that aren't the best that i'm trying to work yeah. on mm-hmm. and i think for me it's more so about not even commitment issues. It's more so like letting my walls down is like kind of more of my issue. Is like trust letting issues. Ooh, trust very issues. classic yeah. YouTuber uh, energy. That is. It is. But it's also because I feel like I've been burned by a lot of people yeah. while doing this. Right. So I'm, you guys, I'm literally the bitch that's like has a hinge and like not a single photo of me is glam. I say I work in social media <laughs> marketing. Like I literally am living a Hannah Montana life. Oh my God, that yeah. took me so long. I'm like, has a hinge. You're like, what? I thought it was yes, like you had yes. a hinge personality, <laughs> like a hinge. Oh my God, unhinged. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have this hinge I'm currently. Um, unhinged. I'm unhinged. That's what I literally. That's unhinged. what I thought. Oh my God, uh-huh. I'm dying. So that literally. So I like. Well, just I don't talk about the fact that I do social media because one, I'm a beauty guru boy, and it's not people the most know, like though. people will know. I, I have a, a very large, predominantly female audience, like literally ninety percent female. So mm. a lot of times, guys won't okay. actually know. Really? Yeah, because I have such a huge female audience. Right. 90% women. So it's like, okay, I can kind of in a way get away with it because I literally do beauty for a living. Mm-hmm. and I have. But if a guy knows one male beauty guru, they know many MUA. Exactly. Like that's in my head. That's what that's, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. No, but see, but I, I'm assuming that they don't. Like, and now like, as I've gotten older, <laughs> yeah. I kind of have like different tells where I can like kind of tell if they do know me or not. Right. Where it's like I'll be in a situation with them and I'm like, Kind of giving a little, a little extra eye, a little, you little know twinkle. The energy. I know from the energy. Beginning. I can tell immediately yeah, 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 if yeah. someone like knows who I am. What if he was really hot? Like if he was fucking gorgeous, but he kind of is like a little bit of a fan. Would you hit it? See, the thing is, I'm like kind of over the hit it phase, though. Are I think you? Like, I kind of oh, want to like go on a date. Go, I love that. Okay. I want to go on a date. I'm not. I'm kind of over like the hitting it kind of situation. And like, listen, I'll hit it. I don't give a fuck. Were you ever in like, a hit down. it situation? Oh, I still am sometimes. Oh, got it for sure. But I think it's like for now, like when it comes to like a hot guy that I see, I don't, I don't think like I want to fuck. I think, oh, I want to go on a date with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder I, if he I, would love me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so that's that's kind of what it is for me now. It's more so like I'm into. The fantasy of like more so than just like 
a hookup in the steam room. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm what does he that. look like? Like, what kind of guy are oh, we looking guy? for? Yeah, oh, do you have yes. a type? I don't even necessarily have like a physical type. Rather than like, I just like them to be a little bit taller than me. Just guys, Easy, guys yep, that are taller same. than me. And I like them to like. I don't even need. I don't want them to have like some six pack. Like I'm like, girl, I don't have a six pack, so I'm not trying to expect nothing from no one. Like I want them to just be a down. Because then bitch. you gotta get one. Have to go yeah. have oh my god, patience. the pressure. Um, for me, it's just like I. I feel like I kind of put out what I want, and mm-hmm. that sounds kind of strange. But like I feel like for me, I tend to be a little bit more That's down good. to earth, and like I'm not. I'm like a family oriented person. I feel like I'm a kind person. So I think that when you put out that kind of stuff, you kind of tend to want that in return. Mm-hmm. And like I wouldn't want someone that's like an evil ass bitch when I'm like, oh, but I'm like a good person, right? So I think that I want someone <laughs> that is like the that clash same of the titans. <laughs> yes. So I want that kind of like chill ass energy in return. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. kind of what I look for. Is like that kind of chill ass cool vibes where you can like we can go work out but then we can be like cut 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 let's watch drag race like right. i want both. oh my god she's you out know? there for you i think she's out yeah. there too definitely she's out there somewhere 100 um, but i'm trying not to any unintangibles though like funny smart carefree oh i mean if he's funny like literally my drawers are soaked that's like good one. literally <laughs> like fuck me all the way up if you're funny like i will die yes. if you're fine and funny <laughs> it's a wrap maybe it's a wrap <laughs> let me put a ring on it let's go to Cartier right now are you the marrying type like would you get married I don't know I think that I think that back in the day I was more but as I've gotten older things have like just changed in my mind really like for literally I used to be the type like when I was like 20 I'd be like I'm never gonna be open relationship I don't give a fuck what anyone motherfucking says but now it's like well if I get with someone and like 20 years later what do we want to like sleep around with someone with us I don't know Ooh. Like, I think oh my god you're so realistic well, I love you can it. do I'm that while you're bitch. married Exactly. I, that. I feel like I'm a real ass bitch when it comes to like what I want. And yeah. like I think that back in the day I was like, oh my god, I'm so like into just like monogamy only. And like listen, for the first like ten years, baby, it's monogamy. Right. Don't even try to <laughs> when it comes to like let's say twenty, <laughs> right, right, I'm right, like, right. Well, I've been eating steak. I want some chicken. Like I, like, I, want I love something. the food references. Yeah, it's fucking everything. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want the same thing constantly. And like, what if we both just want? Like, why don't we just have fun? Right. And like, we well, know we're together. Like a dream to me. You know, it's literally whatever works. Dream. Whatever works. I feel like you need to make your own rules. But the commitment is commitment. At the end of the day, is commitment. Yeah, I want commitment. However, you define it. Marriage or necessarily being with someone. I want commitment, and I want someone that wants to be with me. And it doesn't matter. Like. Anything else in between. Yeah. I, I love that. I fuck with that. I'm pro-marriage. I'm pro-monogamy. But totally. who am I to tell anyone else what the fuck to do? Who just, am I to tell the like, gays to be monogamous? Right. I mean, <laughs> I say that now. But like, what if I'm with someone and I'm like, I don't want to ever fucking be open. Right. Like, I just, you never know. I, honestly, I just literally never know. And so I don't like to put myself in a box. But you love It also love. probably depends oh, on the person, that. right? Like, it depends. What if, it totally depends. You know, like, it depends on who you're with. So, like, what if I'm with a daddy and he's like, let's get a little twink in here? I'm like, okay. Right. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know I what I'm going to want. So turned off if Matt was like, ooh, we should bring someone else in. I'd be like, like are you? Oh, you want to die? die? Oh, you want to oh, so die? die today? Oh, 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 yeah, murder suicide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm it just, down. Honestly, it depends on like what the vibes are. Like, it does. But see, it depends. Like, let's say like you're like okay, no, absolutely not. But like, what if in twenty years, like maybe yeah, right. It just depends. Right. Who knows? Communication, mother. Communication. Communication <laughs> is key. Marriage for me changes like every six months. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting married. Like how many times have I texted? Mark, you are married. He's been with the same guy for 10 years. Mark, he is I'm married. Gonna fucking that's you gay right marriage. Now. That's marriage. That's a hundred years in gay. Five, exactly. Ten? Two oh. years, two years together in gay is gay it's marriage. It's like dog years. Literally, it's literally dog years. Literally, mm-hmm. even six months is kind of like wow. You guys oh have been God. together for a Look while. <laughs> Commitment. In straight culture, it's like actually not like that it's at literally all. Nothing. It's like five is like okay. Are you gonna it's get like, engaged? Oh, are you guys good? Do you want to have a kid? <laughs> there are so year, many like, things to wife. think about. Like, yeah, is am, I, am yeah. I doing this for what? Like, for a visa, for, like, tax purposes, for love? Like, is this, do we need to be married to buy a house? Like, mm-hmm. so many of that, like, mm-hmm. goes on. But it's when you know, you know. Legality, too. Like, there's so much legal <laughs> shit going on. Like, when it comes to marriage, too, it's like, oh, you're going to share a bank account? Like, right. having mm-hmm. both names on the, like, on the house. Like, right. There's so much stuff, like, legally that goes into it that it's, like, hard, mm-hmm. too. Because it's like, well, is it going to be better? What are your thoughts on prenups? On prenups? Oh, on prenups. I honestly never really gave them much thought. Oh my God. I was actually talking <laughs> to with honest, my friends so about this the other day. I was talking with Demi about this. Uh-huh. And 
It is so crazy the amount of like girls you see on TV, like Camille Grammer, for mm-hmm. for example, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. If uh-huh. anyone knows, she took uh, Kelsey Grammer for like all he was worth. Really? Like so intense. And it was like on the show. Like she was like, just got 50 million. Like, and no. she was like, yes, like full on. She's like, house shopping with my 50 million I got from him. So fun. It's insane. Cause nowadays, okay, and like actual hell? Erica Girardi, like just all the, I mean, I'm very into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course, Hills, of right. course. I see, uh-huh. And I am married, so I'm very into this. But like, it's insane that like prenups were not a thing back in the day. Right. It's and insane if you would marry someone. Get married without a prenup now. It, to me. It, it, me too. Yes. It genuinely is insane. It's to protect yourself. And also, yep. I mean, California law is so, so intense. After getting married, I learned so much shit that I yeah. literally had no idea it's even intense. existed. It's uh-huh. insane. I didn't know that. The laws, mm-hmm. like I could I could literally, we need a whole other podcast for this because it's insane <laughs> the shit that they write as that. a law. Like cheating if you have proof of cheating it's just yeah. like this whole and this thing is the prenup for the, for the prenup kind of vibe. yes but it's Got like it. for full on like full law Got it's it. like insane i'm like it's oh like i thought cheating law. was between the couple not it's in a not full law, law. Like, uh-huh. okay. oh wow it's like so many that. things like that honestly i think that like now like even bringing it up like if there was someone that was in my life that was dating let's say seeing and they let's say didn't have as much money as i did let's say right i'm like i don't know if necessarily i would be comfortable just like sharing everything in the account right then and there. Cause it's like, Oh, well, absolutely not. I like worked for everything though. Of course. And like, I, they like, can have a credit card either. with a limit. Right. There's a limit. There's, There's a, a limit. limit. Right. And they shouldn't want that either though. Exactly. Yeah. You know? That's why I've never thought about it. Cause I've never like been that kind of situation. Right. If like, somebody's oh, trying know. to be like, well, you love me, right? Like, oh, are God, we going to split? No, it's like, Oh, so you're, a I would die. Yeah. You're crazy. And I actually don't love you. No, no, no. I thought I loved you. I thought half your money was mine. Yeah. Baby. Don't you love me? No. Like, oh, so you're crazy. I do. Right. And then let me guess. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me guess when you come into money, half won't be mine. Uh, right. Suddenly there's a right? for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and that's no, usually no, how no. the bitches are, I bet. Like, you know? No, like that, if like they that were to ever. freak me out. Yeah. 100%. I Marriage can it. be so it's savage. Scary. I can't even date, though. <laughs> come period. on, divorce rate. <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> That's so like fucking savage. Like, that's amazing that you're married. I love it. Oh my God, thanks. Adele's, um, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but Adele's divorce album is coming out. So if you want to get divorced, do it now before the album now's comes the time. out. Now's so the you time. can get into it. Yes, I'm very excited Baby, that'll that. be my 13th reason. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> Not a suicide joke. No, no. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. No. Come on, 13th on reason why. <laughs> no, it's like, that's what's like on TikTok. Everyone like says on TikTok. That's why I see it. Like this is my 13th reason Whew. i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. okay like that. we just dodged like that, that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding this is a fucking joke okay. i'm oh so sorry god. for joking about <laughs> oh my god literally just cut it out manny do you have any role models that Ooh, you look up models. to like career-wise life-wise i mean we were just talking about marriage career stuff like do you really like admire anyone do i admire i, I admire rupaul Okay. I really admire RuPaul, and I think that seeing the things that he's done in his life, from like where he started to where he is yeah. now, he a pioneer. She, he's a fucking pioneer. Yeah. And like, I think that in a way is like I can kind of relate to it, and like my industry in like a tiny, tiny, tiny way. Like in social media, like there wasn't like a lot of boys doing beauty back in the day, and like I f- had to fight the good fight to get Hello. things happening. You know what I mean? And I think that there's just like things from Paul, like and the thing, the things that she says, like I'm just so like, oh my god, like I like there's yeah. just like these little one liners. I'm like, oh, I really resonate with that thing, and I think that they're very profound. Yeah, you know, me too. And I really, really, me really too. appreciate that about RuPaul. And she says them in a fun way where it doesn't yes. really feel like there's that much weight to them. Like, right. you can't love somebody else. If, or what is even the quote? You can't. You can't love yourself. If you can't love anybody, anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. that. That yeah, that part. It uh-huh. sounds cute, but when you actually think about it it's and deep. you are in a place of authenticity, it's like, damn bitch. No, honestly, and like there's like so many different ones where it's like, if bitches ain't paying your bills, pay them no mind. And it's right. like there's like these little tiny things that are like funny and quirky, but when you really dig deep, they're like, Oh, they're like really deep and like See, they have a lot of the value. The whole show is like that. Literally. Right? Like even the winners that they choose, like they've gone through something and they've Absolutely. you know come out on top. Like they've shown how they did it, how they come up mm-hmm. on top. Because I agree with you too. How do you feel about all the people who don't, who hate RuPaul? I think it's really weird. Me too. Like, I think it's really, really strange. And like, there's I, a I'm special like, place in hell for those people. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, listen, I'm not saying RuPaul's perfect. Okay, I know about the fracking. But no one okay? is. I'm not fucking. Yeah. Come on, frack. <laughs> I know about the fracking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure not perfect. But you know, there is like again, like you can't. Because someone does like just because someone's doing something like wrong doesn't mean that you can't appreciate all the good that they've done. 
and like I appreciate like what she's done for the community mm-hmm. and look what she's done for drag it's insane yes. like, are you for- fucking joking yeah. for the LGBT community as a whole yes. it's insane like putting people out on the map like look at her being at MTV Movie Awards and like did all she these did she put drag into being a household name I. I Absolutely, think she's, I think she's a girl. Definitely part of it. Like Mac, yeah, when she was with the no, Mac. No, before Drag Race, fuck Drag Race. Before Val totally Drag Race, before Drag Race, she's RuPaul. She was a Viva Glam Bitch moment. That Viva Glam, redundant question, rhetorical, rhetorical. Mm-hmm. I know. Now I, I don't know. understand. Sorry, Sorry, Michelle. Even Ross. It blows me away when people think that RuPaul is the bad guy. Like RuPaul is not the bad guy. People like he's in our community. Relax. Find the real bad guy the and direct your energy too? over like, there. Like, blame blame it on the edit. Blame it on the edit. And you know there what? Is an edit. She there goes is an to edit. work edit, just girl. like everyone else. Her name's on the show, but she clocks in and she uh, clocks out. Yeah. You're not getting in drag. Getting I'm fucking tired. Uh-huh. Goodbye. I can't, I can't imagine like waking up at like six in the morning and doing all that she does in one day. Right. Give me like that we is still shocking. Yes. Like literally, give me your soundbite, girls. Come on. Like, like I don't have all day. Exactly. I have to go like, do I'd other be things. Yeah. Like I've been to a couple of like the premiere finales and like I've watched them live. And there's like so much work that goes into it. It's like genuine. Yeah, shocking. it's a TV and show. RuPaul's funny when they're oh recording those Oh my God, things. she's so fucking good. Clean it up. <laughs> the confetti on, everywhere. Come on, let's go. She's like, Jesus Christ. She's like, I am not bending down. <laughs> like pissed. But it's but she does it in such a funny way. She's talent. That it's like, oh. Like, she's like, I'm in drag. I'm in drag. I'm I literally don't want to bend down. No. I'm in six inch heels. And I where's will my light? It's, I can throw. feel it. It's not strong enough. Yes. Like that I feel like yes. is like me. Absolutely. I need like a <laughs> barn light. <laughs> I'm not a barn light. <laughs> Blow me out. Not, <laughs> I don't want a single piece of dimension on my face. Uh, uh, I already built it in with the contour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm underpainted. That's all you get. No, literally, like I'm obsessed with RuPaul. Yeah, Imagine, like that's really, a good really one. Cool, really, really cool. For yeah, the community, and I feel like she's done a lot. Yeah, she's fucking major. Major. Have you met her? I have met her. Have and you? she's amazing in person too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I like I saw her at DragCon once, and I had like went and saw her, and she wasn't in drag, and I was like, "Why aren't you in drag?" In my mind, I'm thinking, "Why aren't you in drag?" Because oh, she ain't getting paid. That no, yeah, right. She's like, because she goes everywhere, paid. not in drag. I know, but I didn't know that. Like, she doesn't want to do it. She's like, "Bitch, that takes too long." Uh huh. And I'm like, "Oh, you're so right." And also, like that just takes so much work. I can't even imagine like drag, the amount of work that drag takes. Right. Haunts me. And if you're at her level, you can't control the lighting. You can't control. I, yeah. Exactly. I wonder what she looks like from the side. Like, I wonder if it's Still just as done, good as from actually. the front. Probably. Yeah. I mean, probably tape in places. Tape, she doesn't though. want you she's to taped, see. But she's still stunned. Like yeah. shocking. Like even at those premieres, like, even when she like turns, I'm like, oh, you're still like a Glamazon. Right. Word. Oh, she's still like, snatched. Shocking. Still snatched as fuck. Okay, so at the end of every single podcast, we answer some fan queries. Ooh, how cute. Queries. Queries. I love that. <laughs> queries on Queerify. Do you want to stay with us and answer them Absolutely. with us? Absolutely. Okay, cool. We'll be I right back with Manny MUA. Welcome back. We are here with the one and only Manny MUA. If you guys aren't aware, we have our own special hotline. It's 1-844-QUERIES. That's 1-844-Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. We answer your questions at the end of every single episode, and we're about to get into some right now with Manny. I love it. I like. I'm so excited to do this. Like, I love it. <laughs> All right, take us in, Mark. Here we go. Our first query. Hey y'all, I'm Grayson. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and my question to y'all is, what made you guys start drag? Because I've always been interested in it, but I've never known. You know, is it really worth it? So let me know. Thank y'all. Grayson, hi y'all. Um, I don't think there is a single drag queen here today. <laughs> Just your luck, Grayson. Yeah. I was thinking she for sure listened to an episode with a drag queen on it. For all sure. Day. Oh, I love that. Well, let's just say like, um, what made you anyway. start? Yeah, let's answer it. Like, what made you start um presenting as feminine? Right, yeah, it's beauty. kind of the same thing, right? I feel like what makes people start like being creative and putting makeup on their face and really showing their expression is just true. Like for me, at least just being not having enough creativity within my life. Like Mark, you and I went to a Catholic school. We were in a uniform every single day. I would obviously be forced to wear the male uniform, but I would buy like tight 
Um, if anyone remembers, uh, Aritzia TNA tits and ass pants. They're like tight, tight yoga pants. I would wear those and like get in trouble. I'd get written up. I'd have to change back. So like my face was really the only place where I could really express myself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's kind of that, you know, when people do drag, when, you know, you express yourself, it's kind of like, eh. Real life's not really giving it to me. I want to serve yeah. a little bit of a fantasy. Um, completely, one million percent agree with you. I'd same with me. Like I grew up, had straight A's in school, played volleyball all through high school. Like I was like the sporty Word. kid who like was smart. I never had a creative outlet my entire life in that way. So for me, when like makeup came into picture, it was almost like my art form. So that's kind of why I also feel with drag is like it's their art, it's their expression, it's the way they want to be presented in some type of way. And like maybe they feel like they can't do it in their boy form mm-hmm. or their non-drag form. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that that's a huge part of it. Right. You know, and like they want to, let's say like putting on the makeup is almost like putting on the mask of like being able to kind of go out there and like show to the world like what you want to do and like feel the most confident version of yourselves. And like mm-hmm. people should have that. Right. People should be allowed to have that. Right. And where do you, I want to ask you too, because we didn't even get into this and I don't know why. How do you relate with being in drag because I feel like I don't see your glam as drag I, I wouldn't say that my glam is drag I definitely wouldn't so when it, came, when it comes to drag what I the only thing I relate to it in a way is like it's their art expression and that's mine like this is mine mm-hmm. so for me like I have gotten into more art stuff and like I like to paint I like to do things but back in the day like when I was 21 22 first getting into makeup I didn't even have any of those things you know I didn't have the artistic anything so for me, it was about getting to express myself the way I want to. And in a way, I do feel like the full coverage is like a little bit of a mask and getting to like totally. feel a little more of a fantasy. Yes. And like kind of get into like the and get into the gig and feel my zhuzh. Right. A little bit more. Right. And it's like when the lash goes on, baby, it's over. And you know? that it's it's what it should be giving. Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like if you're fully beat and you have the same confidence level, that's weird. That's, I'm like, <laughs> wait, um, are you, you good? I've dated people and Nats would literally murder me if I said this. But- <laughs> I've dated people, and when my makeup is off, they're like, "You're a lot nicer." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "How dare you?" No, but like, it's, there's a difference. I think it's a confidence level. It's like, confidence. I feel sweeter when I have no makeup on, yeah. but it's like I feel like more still, humble. I feel like a little bit of more of that bitch when I'm fully beat. That's exactly how I feel. Right. I feel like, let's say, like for example, like if I'm walking in a mall. And I'm like full beat. I'm like, no one can tell me anything. Exactly. Like even when the straight guys are looking at me, I'm like, no, you can't tell me shit. And if someone comes up to you and you have an interaction, you're giving a little bit more. Yeah, I'm Because you I'm know what on. your face is serving. I'm more on. And I know when I'm like, okay, let me just like, mm, like a right. pose. Rather than it being like a, a full, like just like, oh, hi, how are you? Which is fine too. I love right, both. Right, right. But like, let's say if I was walking through like the, some place and I was not beat and like there's a like guys around, I'd be like kind of like, a little like, bit more intimidated, hey, like, okay, I'm just kind of here, like, right. whatever. Right. No but armor. Me, it's like, oh, work. No yeah, armor. armor exactly. I 100% shield. agree. 100%. But I know you have a palette called Life's a Drag in your line, yes. Lunar Beauty. Mm-hmm. You do do drag, though, sometimes. I did back in the day. Is that for photo shoots, or do you ever, so, like, perform? She doesn't no, do never. it anymore. No, so that the, the reason <gasps> I We need a rekindling. <laughs> I want to see reason, it. Bitch, so the reason I even created Life So Drag was my first product ever I ever came out with. I, such a good palette. Gottmik did you. the makeup for it. Yes, Gottmik did it. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so right. I um, remember he showed me and I was like, man, he looks snatched. <laughs> no, no, it's like, <laughs> okay. He killed it. Like, absolutely you got the Gottmik shape. I got, yes, she mm-hmm. she shook me. She murdered it. She yeah. murdered it. Um, but when I was first starting out in the beauty world, like I had done drag in the beginning because that was like kind of like how I wanted to express myself just kind of like having fun with it makeup hair beauty the whole fantasy I was living for it but I didn't love everything about drag I didn't love like wearing the hair I didn't love wearing the nails I didn't love wearing the heels I didn't love wearing the dresses like I didn't like that part but I loved the makeup right so that's why I started off with life's a drag because like I feel like my life is what it is now because of drag so life's a drag like <gasps> I how, love that. that that was my catalyst drag was my like way of being Manny M.U.A. Way. Like, it, like, that's how it flowed. Oh, ew, that's cute. Thank you. But that's like, that's why it was my first product because it was like, I wouldn't have ever been Manny M.U.A. without drag first. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wow. Mark, how do, like, how do you relate to this question, if at all? Um, I mean, I've, you know, presented as feminine for a long time in my life. We both did in high school. I never got into makeup as much. I still do it, like, for fun by myself when I'm, like, trying to be good at makeup because sometimes I feel like I'm the only one yeah, like of all of my friends who is not good at makeup. I mean, you can beat though. I bet she can yeah. put a face on. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but like a normal face, yeah, but not like drag. Anyways, but I, it's always been just me. Like I've always been a feminine person. I've always, I've never put limits on what I could wear, on what I could do, like in how I blur gender. And Gigi, you're the same, you know? Like we just did it. Like I don't think we were thinking about the whys at totally. the time. Like it just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, Grayson, thank you. That was a great question. Our next query. Hi, Gigi. My name is Isaac. 
I am from Bakersfield, California. Um, my question for you is, how has it been growing up in the, I guess, the influencer industry while being trans and just having your whole life, you know, being seen by many people? How does that, you know... Has that affected you? Hey, Isaac. Um, thank you so much for that question. I really appreciate you calling in. And I would honestly say it's kind of a weird answer because, and I'm sure you can relate with this. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's honestly no better person. I really felt like the the online community at first was lonely for me because I really could not relate. I did not have any sisters. I didn't have any other trans girls going through the same thing. I had people in my real life. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I was trans because I took a trip to New York for work and I met trans girls there. And I was like, oh my God, this is my destiny, first mm-hmm. of all. And then I kind of went online and it was just my supporters. But that's why it wasn't lonely because I had everyone really sticking by me and really working through things with me. So it was kind of a weird time. Like I look back and it almost doesn't seem like the internet because it was so, it was so much better back then. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like now it's like in LA, like everyone's so clicky, everyone's so influencer or not or whatever this, that, and the other. But growing up in Toronto, like I would have had it no other way. I loved that I moved to LA from Toronto because it just gave me the chance to be social still because I feel a lot of people online, I would meet them and they would be so quiet. They wouldn't really, you know, exude what they did online, which is fine. Mm, but at the true. same time, it's like, I want that personality. I want, you know, I, I want to be your friend like I am online, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. But yeah, so it was lonely, but also not lonely. It's just weird because now there's so much trans representation. Like, yeah. and I hate to be like that girl. Like, I wish I could have seen myself on TV when I was young, yeah, but it's but so it's true. true. But it's like, true. It just is tea. Like, there's it's no other true. way to say it. I completely agree. Like, with what exactly what you just said. I completely agree. I wish I had saw, I do wish I had seen someone like me years ago who was like, because I think for me it's different because I, what I did see back then was men presenting wanting to present as women or becoming trans or you know for me i was like well what about like the, the guys who just like want to have fun and play and like and just like, don't mm-hmm. want to transition don't want to transition i want to keep their facial, facial hair, hair. Mm-hmm. you know and i think that so i think that i built out my own path and like kind of my own way my way but i do wish i kind of had it back then that i didn't have to yeah, kind of, even of look inside and be like well am i trans like right. you, know, like, you start to even kind of think my parents asked me like are you trans i'm, and I'm sure like, they did uh no not lashes in a smoky yes, eye no literally like are you trans i'm like no and not drag at all <laughs> yes, very no, blurring the lines no, literally yeah and so i was like no um i'm not and so they were confused i was confused it was all big bigger confusion so now it's like i think it's really awesome that there is so much reputation for everyone yeah that it's like you will find your tribe online if you look for it a hundred percent and also like we wouldn't be where we were at if we didn't start at the time absolutely you know like who knows where we'd be maybe we'd be living quieter lives right not as loud mm-hmm. but i'm very thankful for everything that happened it's like you know if we could if we could even help like you know a few people online come out as trans or boys in makeup whatever mm-hmm. it's like now that's gorge that's stunning right that's it the, really is that's stunning. the power of youtube that we yeah. that we're here for yeah you were also both started when youtube was like a place to post videos that people would watch now it feels like the wild west you know mm-hmm. people are always looking to go on a crusade somewhere mm-hmm. and i don't know it's just not the same anymore Anyways, thank you, Isaac. Good question. Like, anyways, not the same, period. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's really not the same. It, Where's the yeah. No. It's tea. It's very, like, very I remember. Tea. I remember when I started texting Gigi and I was like, YouTube doesn't deserve you anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it's time. Like, it's not. The, like, like, your comments are disgusting. Like, it's time to go. It's funny, though, because I feel like YouTube was the be-all, end-all, and social yeah. media was. But now I feel like if you are that kind of person that has a lot to give, it almost not transcends YouTube because YouTube will always be a part of like our DNA and like our life. But I feel like at the same time, it's like there is more out there. And like the more we we start to grow, like we've we've done so many things like you you and I that like we wouldn't have gotten without YouTube. So it's like you really do. I'm so grateful for YouTube. You go through like different, you know, alleys, I guess, of business ventures and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Different Mm -hmm. avenues that we wouldn't have had without YouTube. Yeah. So it's like you can't like bite the hand that fed you in the beginning. Exactly. Because that's why you had certain things. Yeah, but this is a whole other conversation too because, yeah, you can't bite the hand that feeds you, but there was also a time when YouTube wasn't really doing it for the LGBT community, even though the LGBT community kind of put YouTube on the map. 
So there's a whole thing to be said about YouTube. Come on, debate. I love it. We it love is. It it's true. You know it's true. It is. It's like, yeah, like, oh, we're YouTubers. We have to be nice all to YouTube. Back in the day. Exactly. Exactly. In the title, I said, Hello. we don't forget. Uh huh. We yeah. didn't forget what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those coming out stories that, that were suppressed. You. Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. It's we so know. true, though. Wow. We know. Shall we do the next question? Let's do it. Here we go. Hi, my name's Rebecca. And my question to you is tips to make more friends or like friends that are lasting and how do you tell friends are real or fake? Because, yeah, I was just wondering. Bye. Rebecca, cute question. Thank you for calling us in. So Rebecca's question was, how do you, um, do you have any tips on finding friends and how do you tell if friends are fake or real? Who wants to go first? Gigi? That's such a good question. It is a good one. I feel like, I mean, Mark, you are literally one of my only friends of over 10 years. I know we're pushing way longer than that. I mean, Tiffany's there too. Right. I mean, I literally, I could count them on one hand. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the only advice I have for that is friends that you don't really have to like try that hard with, right? Like Mm -hmm. friendship is work. And I truly feel like a lot of the time I feel like, oh, I need to check in with my friends. I need to ask them what they're doing, whatever. But at the same time, that is a want, not a need. Like I want to. Mm -hmm. I feel like if it's a need and you're really like, oh, it's been a week. I should really check in on this friend. It's like, well, what? Like, that's just weird. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. with friends that you really, really, really know and you consider family, like, I feel like you could go 20 years without talking to them and then you could go to lunch and be like, so bitch, what's up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I feel like it really just comes naturally. I feel like if you go looking for friends or if you go looking for love for that matter, it's so rare that you find it Mm -hmm. because it really just will gravitate towards you and before you know it, you're like, wow, bitch, we're celebrating our fifth year anniversary of being friends. How fun. <laughs> and it's still fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a testament too. And also, Rebecca, you have a little dainty voice. You sound kind of young. So give yourself time. You <laughs> yeah. know, they will come. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, right? Because how do you know if someone's fake or real? I think you learn. You learn yeah. and you go through those bad relationships or bad friendships and you don't, do, you don't make the same mistakes next time. But there is... Another like side to this coin where you know that 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 friend is fake and this is very LA, you know that friend's fake or you know that this person is a user or you know that this, um, you know, this person is not a good person. And then there's that game of like, okay, like how do I play this? And that's weird to me. Oh my God, that's like so everyone's <gasps> MO here. It's so mm-hmm. true. Honestly, I've, I've, I've adopted the term it is what it is. And it's like something I say all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as long as you kind of realize that for yourself, you're able to be able to kind of finesse the system without having to really give your energy the, like the way that they want it to be. The right. system, I can't. if you will. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's hard it's for me, true. but I it's see, hard. like, I but see very it. True. It is what it, like, I, I know what it is now. It's like, okay, I know that you're a fake-ass bitch, right. and I know I'm not going to talk to you ever, but I can say hi to you at an event and keep it moving. Right, it's not Period. like you're going to give your energy to them no. and be like, so this is why you hurt me. This is why this oh, needs to change. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't care enough anymore. Yeah. I've, I've got, as, you, as you get older, you care less and less and yeah, less. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's what Ellie's going to be, and it's probably going to always be that. But I don't mm-hmm. need to feed into it because we're never going to be best friends. And we're never going to hang out. And you can be like, oh, my God, like, let's go grab dinner. I'll be like, right. Like, sure, yeah, if there's sure. a million people there and we don't really have to talk. Exactly. Like, it's that's like, fine. <laughs> like, but it tends to never happen, though. Right. Like, whenever people's like, oh, let's grab dinner. I'm like, okay. And like, it never happens. Sure. Because they're only asking. The L.A. Like, invite. Moment. It's L.A. Mm-hmm. The you clout. Know, what like, was the like, clout quote you said earlier? Uh, clout's one hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. It's like that thing. Like, that's like that thing. But also, like, when it comes to with Rebecca, like I think at the end of the day too, like experience always speaks louder than words and like their actions always speak louder. So if they do things that contract what they're saying, maybe follow what they're doing and you got to get the fuck out of there. Right. If they're being a fake ass bitch. Totally. Yeah. 100%. And like, also look where your interests lie too. Mm-hmm. Like if you are maybe being that person, you know, maybe you are not saying you are obviously Rebecca, but sometimes you have to look <laughs> at yourself. You're like, well, am I being opportunistic? Like, right. am I being genuine? Totally. Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe it's your inner person being like, but I really want this or yeah. like, I really want to do that. Like check in with yourself. Cause I feel like that also could, contribute to the relationship really not lasting as long as mm-hmm. you would hope for you know and it's hard to re- have that realization with yourself because sometimes like i've been in moments where like years ago where i'd be like oh wait like i feel like i wasn't doing that for the right reason right and i feel like intentions more like loud than what the action is for me i think that's just for me personally i always feel like intentions louder than action and what i mean by that is when 
if someone has intention of good yep. and they do something exactly. that like, hurts my feelings, I'm like, okay, but you didn't mean to. Yes. But you know why? Like, feelings nice are not me, facts, yes. baby. But because they want feelings something in return. Feelings are not facts. Right. Exactly. But if they want something in return, it's like, okay, but you weren't doing it for the reason. Right. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, like exactly. that was sweet, right. but and you, I know that that's not the tea. Energy is major too. Yeah. <laughs> it could I'm seem like, like it was good. Yes. And mm-hmm. they did it for this, mm-hmm. but it not to hold it over your head later or not to be nasty or whatever. Like yep. energy is so tea. So I feel like yeah. just got to be that intuitive bitch. Rebecca. Yeah. Time. Takes time. Don't move to LA, Rebecca. It's a scary world out there. <laughs> it takes time. That's one hell of a drug, it's Rebecca. Hell of a drug. I mean, that's so true. I'm literally going to get that tattooed across my tits. <laughs> literally on my asshole. <laughs> in, in, backwards so I could see it in the morning after yes. I shower. <laughs> Oh my God. Manny, thank you so much for coming oh on to Clarify. That was amazing. Me. Oh, thank you. I had, I honestly had so much fun doing it. I mean, I knew I would because like every time we've seen each other, it's been like fucking easy, pure, easy, it's so fun, good and yes. so easy. And like I haven't seen you in literally years, so long. And it's just like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah. Like it doesn't like it feels real. Yeah. Which is like what I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew Same. I was gonna have this a is so, so nice right to meet now. you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's throw in a let's get dinner. <laughs> let's get dinner tomorrow night. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming over in your oh, dope you ass me. car. Oh my god, of course. Hate to see you leave, but love to watch you leave in the car. Only in the car, though. <laughs> what is something you're working on? Plug yourself. Just classic oh, yeah, podcast team. Um, I just launched a Halloween collection with my brand, with Lunar Beauty. Major. And it's really, really cute. Wait, it's what like is all it called? Which is inspired. Lunar Beauty is my brand. Lunar Beauty. But it's called Moonspell. And Moon it's like Spell. all about like witches and pop culture. All the, like, palette, all the shades are named out of witches and things like that. And obviously full coverage is my podcast with my best friend, Laura Lee. F-O-O-L coverage. Because you know well, we're just fools. Mm-hmm. Just covering things. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are Thank just like you. genuine real friends. I feel like Thank we kind you. of have the same vibe going no, on. No, honestly, I really, I love your guys' rapport. And hey. I was, that's what I like. So I was watching <laughs> Gabriel's episode, obviously. And so I was like watching you guys and I was like, I really, really just enjoy this. Like, that's why even when like mm-hmm. my team and me like, oh, like we want to do it. And I was like, dude, I'm so fucking down. Yes. Like, 100%. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Well, thank you for coming on again. I mean, obviously you guys can find Manny everywhere. Manny MUA. Yeah, Manny MUA. I'm sure you already follow him. (laughs) (laughs) Just unfollow me now. (laughs) No, we need the opposite. Follow. Follow us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, you guys. Thanks to our very special guest, Manny MUA, and thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Gigi Gorgeous and at Mark Maverick. And as always, Queerified is a presentation of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. Please rate, listen, review. Please, please, please rate us five stars and leave a nice review and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. See you in the next one.